to join us now talking about early voting and what it's going to look like this year, especially with a pandemic, is Sangamon County Clerk Don Gray. Don, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you? It's, it's my pleasure. We're looking to round up voters. It's a tough task taking that time slot, I tell you. <laughs> the council are round up, but it's a, it's a staple here. There's no question. So what are people uh, going to expect with early voting uh, starting tomorrow? Yeah, here we go. Here's the in-person form of voting, your first opportunity to vote in person. I know we've had a tremendous amount of focus on vote by mail, but uh, you need to know that you have other options in order to cast ballots. And a very popular one here in Sangamon County is early voting, where you can, on the convenience of your own time, cast your ballot here at the election authority, uh, county complex, county clerk's office, room 101. We have expanded space Uh, We have social distanced our operation. We are putting in severe health protocols, and we're here and ready for you to cast a ballot in person. Today, uh, or actually, um, uh, today, I would imagine, uh, your crew is putting together uh, all kinds of stuff to mail out, uh, because tomorrow is also the first day that uh, uh, local elections authorities can start mailing out those requested ballots. What's that going to look like? taking the last two weeks, it's been literally a 14-day <laughs> process of, of getting ballots ready and prepared. You know, we've got in excess of 30,000 ballots that have been requested by the public to vote by mail. That's three and a half times more requests than we've ever cast before. Uh, it's been a challenge to get prepared and ready, but uh, we got it done. They'll go out uh, Thursday, so expect to receive your vote by mail packet in the mail, and uh, the voting begins. Chris? Yeah. Hey, the, the, um, what are we looking at, uh, you know, Don, as far as the, the ballots go? You know, they're going to be hitting out Thursday. You know, when do you th- expect the office to start getting ballots back? <laughs> So it's priority mail, so it's going first class. It's going to get there pretty quick. I suspect within three to four days, voters will have it in hand. Um, there's there's always you know time for voters to you know kind of analyze what they have in front of them and make their decisions, understand the process, and uh, start to return. I certainly am encouraging you, if you have made your decision on what candidates you are voting for, to return earlier. You know, we've got a challenge in in um, processing here of this this increase historic amount of, of vote by mail. So get it back to us sooner than later. Uh, you know, I, I would think that we'll start seeing ballots by early next week. I think the the word has gotten out. People are eager to start casting ballots. We're going to get them back here pretty quickly, and it's going to be a pretty consistent process all the way through Election Day. What's Done. the deadline to request a mail-in ballot? So the official deadline is the Thursday in advance of the election, which I believe is the 29th, but we're articulating October 19th. Uh, Again, this is back to the Postal Service's uh, recommendations of their delivery standards. They're saying don't make a request any later than October 19th of the authority to give ample time to ensure that it's returned back on time. And then that ballot needs to be postmarked by Election Day for it to actually count in the election. That's correct. But you've got lots of options to return. You don't have to rely upon the Postal Service. We've got the two secure uh, drop boxes in Sangamon County at the county complex, the Juvenile Detention Center. You can always hand deliver back your ballot to us here at the Election Authority or have a third party return it for you. We're talking to Don Gray here on WMAY, 92.7, 94.7, and 970 AM. Now, Don, I know the hours for in-person voting are, are, are set now. They're going to be changing as we get closer to election and expanding, aren't they? That's absolutely right. You know, we try to provide all kinds of opportunity of additional times to cast ballot. We've even increased after work hour times two weeks now in advance of the election till 7 p.m. It used to only be one week. 
we have a full litany of weekend hours available, you know, starting, you know, right away, really. You know, like, like October 10th is our first opportunity on a Saturday. So we're open Saturdays. We're open Sundays. We're open every day uh, during the work hour from 5, 8.30 to 5, two weeks in advance of the election till 7. I mean, there's lots of opportunity for you to come in and cast a ballot in a secure, healthy environment. It's quick. It's convenient. It's easy. Uh, we really know what we're doing here. We want to get you in and out. It's a painless process, and uh, we're top priority on our mind of sanitizing and keeping things healthy for people. Early, early voting goes all the way up until the day before Election Day, but on Election Day, people who aren't registered to vote, they can still even register to vote on Election Day, right? Yeah, really no excuses. If you want to cast a ballot, you can, as long as you're a qualified registered voter. Uh, you can register to vote in polling place. We have registrars in every polling place in Sangamon County, as well as here at the Election Authority. As long as you've got two forms of ID and one with the current address, we'll get you registered and you'll cast the ballot. Don, I'm looking at the people and volunteers that, that, that are going to be needed for this. You know, Where are you at with that and how can people volunteer? Yeah, an enormous effort it has been. We're doing very well on the election judge uh, side and the registrar side that we just discussed. You know, we'll put 900 election judges into the fields. They've all been assigned and confirmed and trained already. Uh, the, the registrars is about 112. We've got that in our quiver as well. We've got backups in the hundreds in case the environment changes and people drop off. But certainly, if anyone's interested in, a, in assisting us in this vote-by-mail processing, you know, we'll be doing that on a routine basis here every day. Starting at 9 a.m. at the Election Authority, we'll be validating and tabulating the return to vote by mail. You know, reach out to the Elections Office. I'd certainly like to talk to you about it. We're doing the training for that here over this last week. And uh, that's an opportunity that uh, people might want to contemplate. Don Gray joins us. He is the Sangamon County Clerk with WMAY. Uh, Don, speaking of the mail-in balloting stuff, um, I'm I'm familiar with the situation where a two-person household, one person requested a mail-in ballot, the other person did not. The person who did not received a, a reminder from the Secretary of State's office saying, hey, you did not request a mail-in ballot, you can still do that. But I am also familiar with instances of uh, people getting letters from the Secretary of State of Illinois that aren't living in Illinois anymore. People who are former Illinoisans now living in a place like, for instance, Texas, where their permanent residence is. Are people out of state getting reminders to get a mail-in ballot for Illinois? And how do you combat uh, making sure that uh, there's not uh, the possibility of fraud there? So I'm going to suspect this goes back to the rewrite of law by the legislature and the governor's signature that when the original applications went out that we were mandated to put out, that if you had requested a ballot uh since 2018, and if you had requested a ballot to a, a second-party address, kind of the concept of a snowbird, or or had been out of the area to cast a ballot, we were required to send an application to that additional address. I think that's probably in the same lines of what happened here with the updated notifications. It's just a former address that someone had requested a ballot to before in the past, and they abided by those same guidelines. Yeah, that's certainly concerning, and it's confusing, and I wish this wasn't happening. It's kind of frustrating 
all these additional other measures on top, which I think are well-intentioned, but they're really just confusing people more, and it's eroding the confidence in the system. Look, this was going to organically grow anyway based on the environment of COVID-19. You know, voters are smart enough to understand what's best for them and how they want to cast ballots. We don't need to keep hounding them and reminding them of the opportunity. We all know we can vote by mail if we feel that's best for us. And finally here, uh, in the minute and a half we have left, keep it tight if you can, uh, there's been criticism of some offices in Sangamon County's complex uh, about uh, the, the diversity of the employment makeup. Uh, what's your reaction to that criticism, and uh, is the clerk's office uh, under your um, uh, leadership uh, diverse? Yeah, it's certainly always a priority for us in the county clerk's office. We've just recently hired uh, two black men that are working in the elections office in the capital township. So it's it's always on my mind to make sure that we've got a diverse, broad-based, uh, experience-leveled employee in our office because our constituency of voters are that, and it should be expected of those that are processing and administering their elections, their vital records, and their tax assessment.